Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. All right, IAs, welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. If this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you. If you're a longtime listener, thank you so much for your longtime uh, listenership and support. We love doing this for you at IAPath. IAPath is the business behind the podcast that is putting this on, the creator of the podcast. I'm the founder of IAPath, but we want to be able be able to serve you the IA week in and week out by encouraging you, educating you, informing you, and inspiring you. So if you're just getting started as an IA, this is a great podcast for you. But if you're an IA who has been walking this a long time, this is still a great place for you because we want to walk this journey with you, whether it's your first step or 50th step. So each topic kind of ranges depending on where you're at, how applicable it will be to you. But I think no matter where you're at, you're going to get a lot out of most episodes and today's episode for sure. So what I want to talk to you about today is what 2020 is going to bring, potentially, for independent adjusters. So here's the question. How do independent adjusters and appraisers like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profits... We're spending our own money and reputation. How do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while we stand out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. All right, welcome back to the podcast from the introduction. Now, 2020 is coming fast. We're almost there. Oh, it's like insane how fast 2019 flew by. And so a lot of us are looking forward to 2020 and going, what is coming down the pipeline for us as independent adjusters? Every year, everybody gets scared that independent adjusting is going to vanish into thin air and that our job's going to be replaced by machines. And honestly, that's a very real fear. But we're actually going to talk about what 2020 might have in store for us. And no, I don't have any super secret insider information. I don't have some crystal ball I can look at. I only know what I hear, what I see, what I read on the internet, what I'm hearing from the CEOs of the companies that are getting these claims uh, and passing them on to you. And so I kind of want to talk about that today because 2020 is going to be a big year for changes and a lot of good things and maybe negative things are going to happen. So that's what today is going to be all about. But one of the big things that 2020 is going to bring is a new management system to one of the top IA firms in the auto property and heavy equipment world. That is ACD. They are the sponsor of this podcast. 
And I have insider information that says they're having a new claims management system come down that's going to be even better than their current one. And let me tell you, their software and their staff are amazing and easy to work with. I can't imagine what a new claims management system is going to look like inside of ACD, but it's going to be exciting. So that's one thing that's coming down the 2020 pipeline. But they're the sponsor of this podcast, and if you're not working for them, and you're an active IA, you should definitely contact him, whether you're handling auto, heavy equipment, RV, motorcycle, or small property claims, you should contact him. Just email him, network at acdcorp.com is the email. Send him your resume, send him all your information to network at acdcorp.com. Okay, so I've got a list here of about five, six things that I see that are going to be big issues or things coming down the pipeline in 2020. Now, this is as the industry as a whole, as the insurance and the claims industry. This is not necessarily what IA Path is doing in 2020, right? This is what's coming to us as an industry and what should we be aware of that is potentially on the horizon. So number one, the very first thing that I see, and these are in no particular order other than what I thought them of, number one is desk writing is going to continue to increase. What I'm hearing from these small to mid-sized IA firms and from some of the larger ones is that the only way they're able to keep things profitable enough for an IA like you and for them as a middle person is to set up an elaborate system of photos only and then desk writers in the background. There's going to be a lot of that as we continue to move on. That has been a trend for the last few years that, hey, I need you to go get photos. We'll pay you good for those photos, but we can't afford to pay you know, the fee you want to write the estimate as well. So we're going to write it in-house for a guy who's just banging out 20 estimates a day right? Sitting on his desk. And a lot of people want that type of job. So that's going to continue, I think, to be uh, a topic of conversation and a continual increase in desk writing. Desk writing is going to become more common and more popular. Now, on the flip side, number two to this, uh, on this list, is almost contradictory to it. I think we're going to continue to see more states and companies buck against photos only. There are states who are trying to put legislature or have put legislature together against insurance companies doing photos only. Okay, so the past few years, photos only have increased exponentially from the insurance carriers, from the IA firms, and they've gone up. And they, and you know, shops doing it for the insurance companies, all of that. That has continued uh, to increase and the insurance companies are getting pushback now because of basically crappy estimates and lawsuits and things that are happening from insureds not getting proper documentation of what the damages are. And now I don't blame the insurance companies for that. I don't blame anyone for that. That's just the nature of doing photos and then desk writing it, or if the owner it themselves is taking photos of the vehicle, they don't know what we're looking for. At least us as IAs or as a field adjuster, we can go look and identify and point out certain things to whoever's writing that estimate to say, hey, this might be damaged, you know, the infrastructure of the car. Or, hey, here's a note. I think I think this wall is is unstable. It doesn't show up in the picture very well, but this wall I'm concerned about. You know, uh, I think the floor needs replaced. So those are the different things that if you're in the field, you can point out. Um, but uh, the owner of a vehicle doesn't have that knowledge or experience or capability as well as what 
NIA does. So these photos only claims are coming back to hurt the insurance companies in customer service and in lawsuits and things. And now the states are starting to step in some legislative bodies um, and Congress and things of these state, the House of Representatives and states saying, hey, we don't want that. We want to ban it. Insurance commissioners are looking at it. So I think from the insurance company itself, they're pulling back because of the customer service aspect. And that is inside information from the IA firm saying they're hearing that. They're going back to IAs and relying less on photos only because it's just been such a mess. They rushed into it. It wasn't as good as what it seemed to advertise. They're pulling back a little. And the state legislatures are getting involved saying, hey, we don't like this very much. Customers are kind of fucking it. So I think 2020 is going to see a little bit of a pullback from insurance companies doing photos only like that, from having owners do their photos and things. And I think, but back to number one, well, what's the difference? Well, we as IAs and as IA firms, I think may still do photos only as professionals in the field, looking at it, handling the photos ourselves, because we're professionals, we know what we're looking at, versus having an owner do it. Very different. So I think we're going to kind of see both those changes simultaneously. More IAs getting photos-only claims and supplement reinspection, and then photos-only uh, from the owner side of things actually decreasing and going more to field inspection. So just look for that. That's possible. Um, who knows what's really going to happen, but that those are two the first two things. Um, the th- third thing is, there's going to be more insure tech stuff coming out. Now, there's been so much technology creation. It is crazy in the last few years. I can't keep up with it. I mean, this is what I do is help you guys, but I can't keep up with this. There's just no way. There is new products all the time. Um, and so there's going to continue to be insurance products developed. Um, and there might be some surprises there. There might be some new things that count dents with lasers, which has been in development in the PDR industry for a, a while. And, you know, all state has semis you can pull cars into and, and count the dents automatically. So I think we're going to see a few more InsureTech things come out. You're seeing a lot of products come out like uh, My Adjustimate for us as individualized, like our product, Ava, we've been working on to actually service the individual IA. But don't be surprised if some new thing hits the market in 2020 that kind of disrupts everybody for a second and goes, whoa, is that going to change things? Even if it comes in 2020, it's going to take a while to adapt. So don't like freak out if you see new products and new solutions that technology is offering because they are being developed. They're being implemented all over the place. It's just whether they're successful or not. And it's hard to get widespread adoption on something like this because the insurance industry is slow. So don't panic too fast. You saw fast photos only moved over the last five-ish years, but anything new that's going to come out is even going to be potentially slower. And it might be for one insurance company, but not for another. Everybody's trying to find the next best thing, but just keep it calm. Watch the insure tech industry. See what comes out, that new technology, and look for it. I think there'll be some new surprises in 2020, but I can't even begin to guess what they're going to be. Um, But whether auto, property, laser measuring devices on a phone, Matt Allen's always talking about, stuff like that. Yeah, that's going to continue to pop out, but I don't know what the next big thing is going to be. But watch for it in 2020. 2019 was kind of quiet on that front. I think 2020 might have a surprise, but that's just my guess. All right, number four, self-driving cars. (gasps) Everybody holds their breath when we talk about self-driving cars. (gasps) 
what's going to happen when self-driving cars hits, right? Okay, so I did some research today, and um, pretty humorous, actually. Uh, I mean, there are some really cool things going on in this industry, and I'm fascinated by it, um, and that technology is evolving so fast, right? That, that we're implementing things so quick that there's semis out there trying to drive themselves and cars out there trying to drive themselves and, uh, and things. Um, but what's coming in 2020 is not that, right? That is not what's going to happen in 2020. Sure, there will be some instances of self-driving stuff happening. Um, and even automobiles will start, you know, private automobiles will start to see some more self-driving-ish features like handling brakes and acceleration, with cruise control, that's kind of not really new, but they're going to you know, take over some more of that. Um, potentially in 2020, that's a lot of the uh, goals. But there's like five stages to self-driving cars, and they're like on stage like one. I mean, they're really not far into this as far as what you as an owner of a vehicle can buy, what a normal consumer can acquire. And they're actually predicting that it'll be over a decade before a consumer can actually go drive a truly autonomous vehicle before GM, Ford, or any of those guys are producing a vehicle that can actually drive themselves and buy it. Now, Tesla or somebody might come out and totally disrupt it and make it faster. Totally possible. But we're definitely above five years, it looks like, before that becomes normal. But why is that important to us? When self-driving cars comes in, there's all sorts of confusion and uh, discussion about, well, the, is the insurance company going to insure the car? Or is now the manufacturer of a self-driving car going to insure the car? Very different, right? Um, what's going to become a huge issue is identifying whose fault was it. If it's an, they're autonomous cars, whose fault is it? Is it is it the car's fault? Is it the the driver's fault? Well, there's no driver, right? We're just sitting and chilling. When two autonomous cars hit, who's at fault? Well, it's all going to come down to like computer analysis and things of that nature. So there's going to be a shift and a change when those come about. But if we can't buy them for ten years as consumers, then it's not going to be everybody's car right away it's going to be another 10 years of that so we have potentially 15 to 20 years before self-driving cars are the everyday every person thing but as that comes out our job is potentially going to shift but we're so far from that we don't even know what that looks like so 2020 is not going to bring the death of an eye by a self-driving car okay rest easy um so what else number five uh, the, the big question that everybody has is, is this the, the year of the death of the IA? And Matthew Allen did a great video recently about how he thinks we're going to be needed for a long time because this is a people industry, and we talk a lot about this on the podcast. But also, because of all the reasons listed above, there's no way in the next year these, this slow-moving insurance company is going to eliminate the IA. In my humble opinion, which doesn't really matter a lot to a lot of people, but it my opinion based on what I see and what other people who are way smarter than me are telling me is that if anything, the inside staff adjusters at insurance companies will disappear before we will. We're kind of the mercenaries who hang around, right? Like when you need help, we're there for you. But the inside adjuster is a constant way on the insurance company, a constant expense that they can measure and say, I need to cut that out when it gets slow, right? We're there for when it gets busy, when they can't handle it. So I think we're going to be there as the outsourcing thing. Prices may shift a little in 2020. I don't know. I haven't seen any evidence of that. Um, so I think we're okay for 2020. I don't see any radical changes there for us as IAs. Uh, one thing we did see in 2019, though, just as a little thing, is um, 
over the last two years, really, errors and emissions insurance have become way more important. If you haven't already had errors and emissions insurance, you really should. Uh, James Mathis had a claim the other day. He's like, man, I see why errors and emissions insurance is so important. Like, what if this goes to a lawsuit and you get drugged into court and you made a mistake? Like, totally could get it. So make sure you have errors and emissions insurance. I never had it when I was first starting out. That wasn't something that was even talked about or even a possibility. Uh, but definitely look at that because I think that is one shift that could come in 2020 is more issues with people coming after IAs or being held accountable for new things, but we don't really know. So just have errors and in emissions insurance. If at all possible, it's about $1,000 a year, depending where you go. Um, if you're a part of IADA, you get it uh, included in your membership. So that might be something to look at. But yeah, that's the only thing that I think might kind of shift is litigation wise to the IA. Uh, but just be aware of that. If we hear of anything, we will let you know. But that's definitely been in the talks for the last two years is that, hey, errors and mission insurance is more important than ever. Umbrella policy for your business, whatever it looks like for you. I am not the guy to talk about all that stuff. Um, but just be aware of it and maybe talk to your insurance uh, agent about it if you have an agent. Um, so that's about it. What I see for 2020, I think um, hopefully it's going to be a busy year for IAs. I believe that um, based on IA firms, what they're saying, they are going to increase in claims, a lot of our partners. So I think it's going to be a good year. I'm looking forward to it. I think you guys have a bright future over the next five years. I think this industry is not going anywhere. And here, here's the here's the truth about all this autonomous crap, about all the robots and everything. It is not exclusive to the IA world. We are going to see a radical shift over the next five to ten years in every industry there is. If you don't believe that, look at Uber, look at Lyft and what they did to the taxi service instantly. Just destroyed it, right? Look at what's happened to hotels even with Airbnb over the last you know, five to ten years. Totally changed the way people look at staying in hotels. That market changed. Um, electric vehicles could change the way gas stations operate over the next five to ten years. Truck drivers might be eliminated with the autonomous driving semi Holy crap, that's a huge disruption, right? So the point is, if you're sitting here thinking about becoming an IA and you're you're sitting on the fence because you're worried about it being outsourced to a robot, that's any industry. What we need to do as independent professional business people in the insurance industry is we need to, as the landscape shifts, adapt to the new landscape, have new skills like maybe flying a drone, um, to being a drone operator to where if things do shift that way, we're able to roll with it because we still have the expertise that is needed. Even if it's analyzing photos, even if it's analyzing video or security footage or whatever, who knows where it'll become over the next 10 years. But I'm telling you, this industry is not going anywhere any more than any other industry in the world. Okay. Bookstores are collapsing right who would have thought books would get done away with it before kindle right like boom overnight just drastic shift that surely can happen to us but listen you can still be involved with books right now you can still be a writer if you want it's not that people stopped reading their car wrecks are still going to happen you know homes will still get damaged it just may look different how we do our job so be ready and flexible no matter what industry you're in and don't worry about this industry going anywhere I don't foresee that uh, any more than I foresee the rest of the world <laughs> changing and other industries having to worry about their jobs. We just have to be vigilant, aware, and the best at what we do. And we'll always have a place to work in the insurance industry because it definitely 
is going to shift and change. And even if, let's say it shifts from auto insurance being done through, you know, companies like State Farm and uh, Allstate to being done through Tesla and GM, they still need people to look at the physical damage and assess how much damage there is. So it might shift who you work for. It might shift how you get the claim. It might shift how you inspect the claim or whether it's with a computer or with your eyes. But no matter what, um, we're going to have a home for the next few years. So go ahead, gear up, get ready for 2020. It's going to be awesome. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.